Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, March the 6th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today in the room, I've got Dakota, Caleb, Curtis, Dustin, Connor, Justice. And we are just a bunch of fans, artists, creators, critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture news, taking your comments and whatever. We've got a great show for you this week. We are giving you guys the results from the first round of our 2020 March Madness tournament. An upset in the first round already. And, okay, I don't know if that was a real upset <laughs> because it was kind of the one we all thought would win, but that's all right. It wasn't the number one seed. And we are talking about and voting on round two. Before we jump into that and the headlines and entertainment, what did you guys do this week? And it's funny, a little behind the scenes. We sit here for about five minutes, nobody talking, nobody making eye contact about anything related to entertainment or pop culture because we're always like, if I start talking about this now, I'll say what I want to say and I'll say it with passion and it'll be like, yeah. And then we'll start the show and I'll be like, fuck, what did I just say? So we haven't. So with that said, since we haven't talked about any of this stuff, what have you guys been up to in the last week or so? I got a couple things on the docket. Um, I watched Dickie Dave today. Dickie Dave. We, we talked on? about that last yeah, week. Yeah. I called it Dickie instead of Dave. Yeah. I watched Dave, the new uh, little Dickie show. It's yeah. really funny. And what's that on again? Uh, it's on FX, but it comes the next day airs on Hulu. On Hulu, yeah. yeah. Um, and it started yesterday, but there were two episodes on today, so that was a weird really, that is thing. Weird. Um, super funny. And then um, I played the Final Fantasy VII remake demo today. The demo? Yeah. What'd you think? Um, super good. Um, I'm definitely going to buy that game. I was going to buy the game anyways. I'm a giant was, nerd, yeah. But... Um, it it takes a lot. Of, it takes like one little good thing from thirteen because there weren't any many to choose from. Right, and then like one of the big main good things from fifteen, and they kind of mash those together to make one actually good thing uh, with the combat style. So. so it's fun. That's it, good. So it's not sitting there waiting on a bar to fill. Yeah, like it, it was the original. You can do the classic mode, and I haven't tried it. I didn't try it yet. I don't know if like my friend predicted that it's going to be like you. Everyone else still auto attacks, and just you only pick for the main character. Right. So it won't be completely classic, but. Right. Um, the new mode was really fun. So. It looks good. All the videos I've seen have been like, wow, that looks great. Yeah, it's, I mean, identical to the original, except yeah. way it's better. time. Yeah. Yeah. That, I've, I put a lot of hours into the original. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you, Kenny? You, got, you been up to anything? Or? Oh, nothing. Like, just watching my, you know, watching your stories and stuff, you know, some <laughs> of that stuff. Because I'm actually getting the shop around to start. Dude, I got a lot get of custom painting it. stuff coming in now, so I actually have to get back to work again. So not a lot of time to sit around and binge all of Game of Thrones. No, no, I've got a. I looked at my queue today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got a ton of stuff I got to <laughs> watch." But if I get to it, I get to it. Uh, work's a little more important, so I did get out of the house today and go stand in line because the uh, Kid Flash Funko Pop came out today, and I got the chase. So it glows in the dark. Nice. So where was that at? That's sick. Where'd you get it at? Uh, Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Very yeah, nice. so... Was it Hot Topic exclusive? Yeah. Well... Uh, the glow-in-the-dark one, anyway? No. It was probably just a, well, like, a normal, it? but Chase... No, it, it, is, Chase a hot, is, it is a Hot Topic exclusive. Yeah, That's okay. right. And then Chase is just randomly inserted in... Yeah, yeah there was, was five of them, and I was four in line, so... Was it a comic Kid Flash? Was it an animated Kid Flash? Was it a TV Kid Flash? What it, was it from? It looked like the uh, an animated one. Okay. So it didn't look like a comic version. And it wasn't the Wally West from the from Flash the CW series show, there right. and made him. So, but he's pretty cool looking. He glows all yellow and it's, it's pretty neat. Nice. It's cool. Curtis, you just came out of a show right before we started recording. Yeah, I just watched Parasite. I'm shocked they're even still showing it this late. It's at Redbox, but 
<laughs> me and the lady wanted to go see it in theaters, so we did. And, you know, it was interesting. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, like I said before, I think I like uh, Snowpiercer better. Right. But it's still, it wasn't an awful movie by any means. It was definitely worth uh, watching it at least once. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, I've been catching up on the last two seasons of You're the Worst. Right. Which is a comedy show. And as soon as I'm done with season five, I'm starting Altered Carbon 2. So, right, because that's just released that in the just last released, week or so. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to be probably binging that within the I next week. I could not get past the first episode of that show. It did, really? It did nothing for me. I watched all ten episodes in one day. Really? The I that's out. the first negative review. I mean, not negative, but the first like not positive thing I've heard about it. I still haven't got around to watching it, but did anyone watch uh, I'm Not Okay With This at all? That just came out on Netflix. Uh-uh. No, no, I saw I'm the so, thing. I'm so behind on Netflix no. right now. <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's made by the same producers from uh, End of the Fucking World right. and uh, Stranger Things and right. things like that. Um, is that the one with the like the teenage girl? Yeah. Okay, I saw like the Put ad for up. that on Facebook, and it looked <laughs> really up. good. Talk into that microphone yeah. there. there. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> the mic. Hold there it like go. a dad. Yeah, it, it's really it's really interesting. It's like it's got the whole high school drama thing. She's right. going through her growing up phases, and, but. In the mix of puberty and all these other things, she's got superpowers mm. all of a sudden developing. So, yeah, so life like, gets pretty she crazy. Hits, like the road sign with a rock and the sign fucking goes flying. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. Hmm, cool. Nice. Hmm. And then also, Curtis, how's your editing going in your movie? Have you uh, started, started it? Yeah. I haven't started. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's we've had a pretty busy couple of weeks. So, and That's honestly, right. it's been nice to kind of just after the hell that it was <laughs> filming it wasn't that bad but it was a lot of work there was and a crunch towards the end there too it, it was a crunch towards the end i mean it was a very organized crunch but so that was helpful but it was nice to just sort of back away for a little bit that's understandable then, yeah hopefully within the next week or so cool dustin how about you what you been up to um just caught up on uh, my bob's burgers mass singer and um, watch Lego Masters today too. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't I seen this week. Both of those. Today. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. good through. Not last. Not this week. Yeah, I watched. But I'm Mas- good through. Singer and the one with Mas- Will Arnett. So. What's that? Is that the one with Will Arnett? Yeah, yeah. It's a, a good it's a blast. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's good. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. it's great. They uh they made it look like from the previews last week for this week's episode that uh the two cocky guys look like they had a rough go of it this week. I'm not going to ask you to spoil. Yeah, I won't spoil. I said well, they, they definitely. I mean, the part you see. It's happens part the show. Happens yes. show and, yeah. and it's just yes. as shitty as you think it'll be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where so. like the top whole thing no. collapses. Yeah, yeah I'll leave it that. It. But I mean, everyone in the room, you could tell, like, even the competitors. Everybody wants were, to win, but nobody wants to win because somebody yeah, dropped because their shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's what, I mean, you can see on their faces, everyone's And you can oh, tell shit, everybody the was there. It was just like, it was yeah. sad for him. Like, we, we all felt bad. We wish bad upon people, not that. Yeah, we just want you to lose. Yeah, we want you to lose. We want you to do your best, and we still want to beat you. We don't want you to drop your shit on the floor. Which I like, because, I mean, every team on that show seems to have that attitude. Yeah. Instead of, I mean, like, there's that, that, uh, this, that black pair that always jokes with the kind of douchey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just giving them shit. I mean, you could tell they were pretty That's just friendly competition. Yeah, they were, you could tell they, like, they gave them shit a lot at the beginning of the episode. And then when it happened, they were still like, okay, we were just fucking around. Man. <laughs> yeah, so we, sorry. We, didn't really, we, we didn't really want you to drop your shit on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Everybody did make cool stuff, you know, without spoiling anything. I, I actually liked everything. Yeah, I mean, the only, what I was telling Dakota, the only one I didn't like was the um, gay dude with the flower in his head and that girl. Yeah. I didn't really care for theirs. I think that's a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> Not liking their creation. On oh, creation. the creation. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will say the preview for next week. 
Looks <laughs> it good. looks like it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah, I got to get caught up. I'm behind, I'm one behind. Very cool. Well, how about you guys, our new folks? Make sure you guys talk into the microphones. Well, uh, for the last couple of days, I've been trying to uh, speed up playing the game Tetris Attack on the Super Nintendo because I'm trying to uh, challenge the speed run record. Nice. Well, that's cool. Very cool. That's that's about it. <laughs> all that's right. Fun. I've well, also just been trying to keep up with all my pro wrestling news garbage, keyword garbage. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of a dumpster fire right now. But overall, or I mean, because it sounds like AEW's AEW, last show was like their, AEW, their pay-per-view was. Like Revolution did great. Yeah. I love Moxley winning the, the title off Jericho. I like the change finally. Um, but just like all WWE product is hot. Fucking garbage right now. Unless you're yeah. a female NXT wrestler. They actually Not even are... them. They didn't even get the main event on NXT yeah. with the cage match. Right. They got bumped. I had to explain XFL to my mom the other day, and I didn't think <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have pictures of my father on the field at an XFL game with Stephanie McMahon. Nice. She's from nice. their first run. That's what they did back. They so he was the guy that went to the game. Oh, yeah. We, he <laughs> had right. season, San Francisco Demons. We had season tickets. I still have my... San Francisco Demons T-shirt. Is that nice. the only good team in the league? <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. Are they all the same teams? Or are they all no? Different? No, they made new teams. We have the um, St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, it's St. Louis yeah. Battlehawks, and which make a kick-ass like toy line. Yeah, <laughs> I buy it. Which so far no merchandising for it that I've seen, and yeah, I mean it's not getting much exposure still. You, it did for like the first game. It's yeah, on, it's on TV this year more than it's, I've ever seen it. Yeah, on yeah. TV. it's on I mean, Fox. It was, it was so, on yeah. when we were at a restaurant the other day. That's why yeah. I had to explain to my mom. She's like, "Oh, I thought football season was over." I was like, "It is, mom. Don't worry. Is. Don't worry. This, this is wrestling. No, no, this no, is no. wrestling football <laughs> season." <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got the this is NFL that has. Billions upon billions of dollars to make sure nobody else even comes close right. to mm-hmm. stepping on their toes. So oh, yeah. it's a major uphill battle well, if he wants like, to make it. When was the last time you heard about arena football? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> Just stamp that one out. That's probably why there's no merchandise because they're like, well, you know, we didn't quite <laughs> make it last time. Yeah, we're well, going to hold off, make sure we get a year under our belts before we we're get a season in and hopefully we don't hemorrhage money like we did last time. Exactly. Uh, let's see, what did I do? Oh, the uh, Doctor Who season finale was last Sunday. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, so speaking of dumpster fires. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, a, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good either. The article I saw said, Long-time Doctor Who fans <laughs> give up. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's, it's again. It's not the acting. It's not. It's just the writing's been yeah. really bad. And just when you thought maybe, hey, maybe they're writing the ship. Uh, no. Well, I heard they made like a major change to continuity. Yeah, they did overall, which is fine. Like, you can do that. You can spoil it. Well, no, it's Doctor Who, so I mean, everyone's yeah. expecting. I mean, no one's really surprised when. <laughs> Everything you knew before just doesn't matter no anymore. Cares. Yeah. But anytime you're doing a show with time travel, you're yeah, always like, like, like hey, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't care what you do with the continuity and what's, you know, all that. As long as you tell a good story, as long as I'm entertained on it with how you do it. Yeah. Like you can piss all over, you know, 57 years of legacy of the show or whatever. Just, just entertain me when you do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> just just make it worth my time to watch so, it. Are, yeah. are you are you gonna let us know what it was, or are you not gonna spoil it? Uh, let's see. It's it's less than a week, so I'll hold off. Okay. And if you're still That's interested fair. next week, all right, then I'll talk spoilers. That's fair. Uh, we'll probably also, forget by then. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> that probably won't be a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> over on Hulu, they've got a new deal with FX now, so mm-hmm. all the old FX stuff is there, and I guess they're making new original stuff that's. 
I guess it's only going to be on Hulu. I don't know that it's ever going to make it over to FX. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a new series that started today called Devs. I saw the it's I, Nick Offerman and a bunch of people you've never seen. I saw Nick Offerman's face, and that's yeah, interesting. He's got like this good. long hair and the no. beard. So a yeah. Hulu exclusive FX. Yeah, it's, it's FX it's, on FX, Hulu. FX has produced it. FX put okay. all the money out, so Hulu gets to run. It. Gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah. called <laughs> FX on Hulu. Yeah, actually, but not airing on FX because no. here's the deal: Disney <laughs> yeah. owns a majority stake in Hulu, and they own FX now. So yeah. they're trying to massage, make money. I actually met one of the actresses. Make more, yeah, Monopoly money. Kaylee Spaney. And she's from Springfield. Okay. And she's in devs? She's in devs. What, she's what a, does she, what kind of... She, she she got her big break in Pacific Rim too, but she's been in like bad times at the El Royale. She was the the crazy sister that was all over Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. She, she was in Vice. She's in a bunch of other stuff. Nice. But um, she came back for the mystery hour. Right. And I just so happened to be wearing my Ex Machina t-shirt, which is also Alex Garland. Right. And we had a conversation about the show Devs. So, like, I know some spoilers without even watching it. So, I'll just hold my tongue. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, it's got, the show's got a, uh, it's got a weird vibe to it. It's kind of, it's not like Legion. But it's weird, like Legion was weird, if that makes sense, without it being the same thing, because it's more technology. It's it's like, you know, a little, and it's the wrong word again. It's not like the Matrix either, but it's kind of got this whole techno, yeah, yeah, with some weird, like, you know, imagery type stuff going on. And it, it's, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what Cy- happens. Cyberpunk, would that be the right? Yes, but no, also. It's not really. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. It's just got this weird, like, the first episode doesn't really tell you much of anything, but from what I gather from the first episode, mm-hmm. Nick Offerman's character is like this tech billionaire and you know, he's making technology stuff for consumers, but he's got this little side project that's this big secret weird thing that's like an algorithm that predicts the future or some shit. Oh, but he's weird because he's like he had a daughter who died and so like like they're out in the middle of this wooded area, and there's like this big giant statue of his daughter. It looks like a Shoney's big boy kind of thing out in the middle of the woods, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's just kind of like I said, there's just it's this weird imagery throughout it. It's like this is just kind of creepy looking, but it's kind of out in the woods, like in Ex Machina, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just kind of odd. Uh, and then I I haven't had a chance to start it yet, but I guess Castlevania season three dropped. Today. It dropped today, yeah. Yeah, and I have not I was, had a chance to start. I was too busy <laughs> watching Lego Masters and Dicky Dave. Yeah, so I'll be watching Castlevania this weekend. Yeah. Tell you all about it next Same. week. I imagine we all. Yep. Well, let us know. We know that you've watched, read, listened to, attended, played with some things. Let us know what you thought about it. Leave us a recorded message with your one-minute review on our hotline at 417-986-7842. We know what you played with. I felt good afterwards. <laughs> well, good. We'd love to Every time. Your, a little ashamed. <laughs> we'd love to include your recorded message, your one-minute review, in a future episode. So, yeah, let us know. If you binge Castlevania this weekend, call the hotline. Let us know what you thought about it in your one-minute review. Take a look at headlines from entertainment pop culture, starting with the top five films at the box office last weekend. Bad Boys for Life dropped one spot to number five. This movie is only $8 million away from the combined worldwide gross of the first two movies. So number three has almost made as much money as number one and number two. It'll get there then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. $8 million, that's another weekend or two away. I actually Mm -hmm. bought the first two on DVD, rebought them, and just watched them because I'm going to go watch this at some point. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're so good. That first one is... That one's still funny. It still holds up. Yeah. 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 
but good. Two was a little rougher, but number one was a little rougher, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Opening at number four was My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising, the anime (laughs) film in just one weekend. That film has become uh, Animation Studio Funimation's second highest grossing film of all time in one weekend. I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. Yeah, everybody that's seen it's been like. Yeah, the only thing I've heard is that's negative. Is it takes place after the last season that's not finished yet? So right, so it's like kind spoilers. Of like, yeah, there, but nothing too big. About so it takes place after season three. After season four, season four is still airing right now. Oh, so it takes place in like season five. <laughs> so why they didn't hold it for like another month? Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. Make any sense, but maybe because good movies start coming out next, so there's yeah. competition. Yeah, that's You're like, nope. <laughs> maybe it's like w- some shit happens. Now you got to figure out how it happened. Could be. watch our show. Yeah, it's a Quentin Tarantino move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At number three, dropping one spot to number three was Disney's Call of the Wild. Mm. Sliding one spot to number two was Sonic the Hedgehog. This film is only about $3 million behind Laura Croft Tomb Raider for the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. So Good for them. Surely and they did it with a weekend. hot chick, too. Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. Good they did it with a little blue cartoon instead of yeah. boobs. And it boobs. just came out, yeah. too. So yeah. Tight shirts three and shorts. Yeah, I'm exactly. proud of it. Good job. Good job, Sonic You know, they, they deserved it. They they put a lot of effort in redesigning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if only they could have made Done it right the first time. Could have saved a little money by doing it right the first time. And debuting at number one was Universal and Blumhouse's The Invisible Man. This film made an estimated $29 million its opening weekend. The production budget for this film was only $7 million. So in one weekend, more than made back what they spent to make this film. Um, another one that everybody that's seen it, nobody's had a bad word to say about it. I was just going to say the same thing. thing. Uh, everything yeah. has been this. like, uh, they love it. So. Yeah, glowing reviews. Might be worth getting to uh, that, check out. Them Blumhouse people, they uh, they, know they know how to make a movie, don't they? They know how to make money. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder if Universal's like, well, shit, if you can make a $7 million movie that made the same amount in its opening weekend as the Tom Cruise mummy movie made, and we spent a shitload more on that. That has to be on their mind. Maybe they just <laughs> yeah. say, here you go, Blumhouse, make some more of these for us. Because right. it's got, I mean, even if they say something like, hey, could you even entertain the thought <laughs> of doing a werewolf movie or a something, you know, because there's somebody that's got to be like, we need redemption. Yeah. We need at least one good movie out of this. So. Here's our dark universe. Please yes. take it and run with it. It's all yours. <laughs> some headlines, some stories we've been watching <laughs> this week. So the big story, of course, the coronavirus has okay. impacted every fucking thing. If it's an event that was planned in somewhere on planet Earth, in the month of March, it has been in- impacted in some way by the coronavirus. Next weekend's Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, which is the coronavirus hotspot in the U.S., uh, they are feeling the crunch. Dark Horse Comics, uh, Oni Press, the book publisher Penguin Random House, uh, they pulled out of Emerald City Comic Con altogether. DC Comics has gone a step further, and they've canceled all convention appearances in the month of March uh, for their staff, and they will be looking at April, May, going on on a case-by-case basis, depending on whether or not there's a convention that's being taking place where people are dying from the coronavirus. Uh, of course, King County, Washington, which is where Seattle and the convention center itself are located, ha- they declared a public health emergency earlier this week because that is, like I said, that's that's where the old folks' home was, where the first like six people that died from this in the United States, that's, that's where it was. It was 
at the right real close to the convention center within the same county. So uh, refunds are being issued. Which if you know anything about conventions, that's a big deal because usually yeah, it's buy your tickets and you, doesn't happen usually. Yeah, so they they understand. Uh, coronavirus fears have led to this month's game developers conference in San Francisco to be postponed, uh, canceled after a number of major companies, including Sony, EA, Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard, they all canceled their appearances. Uh, the Entertainment Software Association, which runs E3 in Los Angeles, confirmed that they are watching the situation. Los Angeles also has declared a public health emergency this week due to the coronavirus. Other impacted events include the cancellation of the London Book Fair, which is like the book publishing world's big event. Uh, that's been canceled for this year. Studios, uh, motion picture studios, are pulling out of South by Southwest in Austin. A lot more. MGM Universal has even moved the release date for No Time to Die, the 25th James Bond film, from April, like like a month away. Now they've moved it to November because they didn't want to have red carpet premieres all over the place by having their people traveling around the world possibly getting infected. So Yeah, uh-huh. we got a big stand out there at the Alamo. Yeah, it's going to be here for another six, six months. Like <laughs> yeah. it Collecting dust. <laughs> or that or somebody's going to be picking up, put it back in the storage carrier, right. bring it back out a little while bring later. Bring the Sharpie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, hey, hey, what you can do with that? I'll take it. So, yeah, if you are attending an event, I mean, the folks are pulling out of cons. Oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And I saw that. WrestleMania was talking about yeah, they're going to be in Tampa next month. And they did say they are the one so far that has said we're holding the the event as scheduled. It's up to you whether or not you want to show up, yeah, but know. we there, are shows like, going on. News came out the other day that there was an in-company like meeting about like, hey, how to this, travel safely. This is a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm it's, sure they're going to have to cancel meet and greets and well, it's like access is that whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's a money maker. That's I mean like, Yes, WrestleMania tickets, but it's yeah. mostly a lot of merchandise moves on it's, access. Can't make any money if all your wrestlers are dying or <laughs> yeah, exactly. sick home. So. They, they, they should like get sponsored with the Corona drink and then call it Corona Mania. Just to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not against that idea. Yeah. <laughs> get everybody. Just like he, it's a, everyone's like, it's, it's a dumb it. idea, but like I'm sure people show up for well, something dude, like that. That Saudi Arabia <laughs> deal for ten years, of course they'll sign up with Corona. It's true. I, uh, I mean, make a buck. There's Money. good news though. Um, amongst all this, Donald Trump has went from <laughs> coronavirus was made up by the Democrats to scare you to he has the cure for it. So that's good. Well, so I mean, we're safe. Well, one doesn't necessarily negate the other. Yeah. <laughs> it could still be made up, but Surprise. he's got the made up. He's got the made up cure. Yeah. The cure for it is in his semen, but he shoots blanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We have officially just gone off the rails. Prostitutes, actually. <laughs> what, what happened? I don't know. Joey, next story. Holy next crap. story. Quick, bring us back. <laughs> On the heels of his success with the Invisible Man, director Lee Wanell has signed a two-year first look deal with Blumhouse. Uh, of course, he's collaborated with Blumhouse seven times now with Blumhouse. Uh, including on Insidious, Upgrade, The Invisible Man, of course, the most recent. This means that anything he wants to put into production, anything he wants to direct, it goes to Blumhouse first to decide whether or not the studio wants to make it before anybody else gets a chance. So they get the first look. If they pass on it, then it can go to another studio. So uh, a good relationship for the two of them. Uh, He's made some fun flicks, and they've enjoyed the profits off of it. So not a bad deal for everybody. Again, that could be maybe he's somebody you bring in if you want to get into bed with Universal and start up something. Be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, it's got potential. 
You could. This is the first time I've seen you without your cap on. That's weird. It doesn't okay. happen very often. <laughs> I, I, I was sitting. You were thinking the same thing. <laughs> I've been staring at your hair. I was like, "So who's oh, the? Who's, that's who's what it looks like." <laughs> I, I literally, I wear a baseball cap all summer long. He does the have second a second. It gets kind of chilly. <laughs> I wear a beanie the rest of the time, and then switch right back to baseball cap. The other like, day, I put this my baseball cap on, here? and my son had never seen it. He like freaked the fuck out because <laughs> <laughs> like he, he was born, he was too little to understand, and like the first couple months of summer, and then it's been beanies ever since. But it was warm the other day, so I, I just really assumed it was up. all short. Like you've got like my hair, my yeah. hair looks just like yours, except I'm long on top. Yeah, so I just assumed your hair was just completely shaved. Like this that. is just an excuse to stay emo. I, 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 I still <laughs> like to throw it over the over the eye every now and then. <laughs> there you go. So. You, you kind of have like a, the guy that watches the bag float around in a American Beauty kind of look when you do that. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I uh, I'll take that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> See uh, what you people miss by not showing yeah, up. Exactly, we invite you all the time. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life writer Chris Bremner has been hired to write Paramount's Mask M A S K film based on the 1985 toy line. Yeah, freaking do it already! Remember, there was a time when Paramount was looking to build a Hasbro cinematic universe. They were going to incorporate GI Joe, Transformers, Mask, Micronauts, <laughs> Rom, and the Visionaries all into this one. Like kind of like what Marvel has done. <laughs> it's nice to see that old Eric Stoltz movie getting recognized. Not that mask, oh, no, oh, a different yeah. mask altogether. <laughs> yeah, I thought this is not the rock. This is not the Rocky Dennis story. He, this he is, grew uh, up to be a superhero. That's great. <laughs> no, no, not that story. Uh, things have gotten ugly behind the scenes of Stars's production of American Gods. Has anybody watched American Gods of Stars? Um, I watched the first season and was not impressed. Yeah, I watched both. I- they were watchable. I liked them. I mean, I I kind of like that. I like <laughs> the old bar. gods, anyways. Right, and it, it was a fun little twist on them. So, it, and yeah. I like uh, was his nuts. Who's the Odin? I can't think of what his name is. Yeah, the guy from Deadwood. Yeah, yeah the guy from a lot of shit that you know his name. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of. Shit. I don't know his name, but he's in a lot of shit. That's you from that. Yeah, he makes the show. He, he I mean, Neil Gaiman's awesome, and I read the book and loved it. Yeah, but the book's the a lot better than the show. <laughs> the show just felt really low budget and kind of rushed. So yeah. Well, back in December, co-star Orlando Jordan, who plays Mr. Nancy on the show, he revealed that he had been fired from the show after writing pretty much all of the scenes for anybody on the series who's not white. <laughs> so oh. everybody who was black, everybody who's Native American, everybody who's not white, he's written their scenes. He directed, I think, a little bit as well. Some yeah, those, and there's so. only like two white guys in that show. So yeah, so, so he did most of the work. Well, they uh, a new showrunner comes in because they've had a lot of problems keeping one person in charge on that show. A new showrunner comes in, says – According to Orlando Jones, that uh, or Orlando Jordan, excuse me, <laughs> Orlando Jones, not him, wrong guy, <laughs> Orlando Jordan, that uh, the new guy doesn't like the angry black man voice that Orlando Jordan is writing with with these characters, so he got his ass kicked to the curb. Well, apparently now uh, Orlando Jordan is sharing. Private messages that were sent to him by the show's star, um, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, Ricky Whittle, also a black man. Uh, apparently, he's sharing this on his social media without Ricky Whittle's consent, <laughs> where he's basically called out for, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this because it, it loses something of the translation. But basically, you're playing the race card and you're taking money or success or notoriety or whatever away from a show that has a black star 
which is me sending you this text. Um, so, you know, you're, you're, you're throwing a fit, but you're hurting a brother by doing so kind of thing. So it's, it's, uh, it's this big, it's it's a big mess. (laughs) I mean, I like the guy they picked to play shadow that I guess the actor's name again. Ricky Whittle. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he did a good job. Yeah. Um, but the show overall, I thought was pretty messy. I I like the leprechaun. He's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Dead wise. He's a good actor for that too. <laughs> uh, so that's the the state of this. Of course, Fremantle Media, which produces American Gods, is under fire because about the same time that Orlando's getting fired, Gabrielle Union, who was on America's Got Talent, was fired for what she alleges were the same company for being too black, basically, on the show. So um a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there. And it sounds like it's gone from a person with a problem with a company, a production company to a lot of backbiting and shit behind the scenes. Now where mm. people don't have each other's backs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Ugly situation. Shame. Show business. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> Sci-fi announced this week that the upcoming season five finale of the magicians will be the series finale oh, of the no. magicians. I saw that. Yeah. Sci-fi seemingly oh. made the announcement now because the series finale airs on April 1st and they didn't want anybody to think they were just, kidding <laughs> what they said later on like yeah. no no that's all like yeah sure we got you season finale april fool's day yeah no no we're serious so they've <laughs> announced it now that yeah, this is it uh, the producers said they tried to find a new network or a new streaming service that would take the show on but nobody was willing to take it on because after five seasons everybody's cost goes up to keep people employed and oh. it, it just it didn't make money and that's why sci-fi got rid of it that's why i mean the producers and sci-fi have said, look, it just, it costs us too much money compared to what we can sell ads for. It just, it yeah. would be a losing proposition next year for us. So. To be to be honest, with that kind of show, it could easily get off the, I mean, I, I'm not to say that it doesn't get off the rails already sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen two yeah. seasons. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, I'd rather it end after five seasons than go on for ten seasons and it just be complete watered water down. Bullshit. Shit, like, yeah. yeah. Like well, in the book dead. series, it's based off of was a three book series. Uh, Quentin is the main character in all three of those, and of course, after the three books, it's kind of like when Game of Thrones got to the point like, well, there's no more books anymore, so we got to kind of make up our own. The show was getting to that point as well. So after the fourth season, the fifth season, the, they kind of felt like there yeah. maybe there was a little bit of creative like. We don't have a direction, so we're yeah. going to kind of play it by ear. It it could honestly go on without the main people. It could it could start a new story, right? And I think it could go a well, little longer, but yeah, you it know. could. But I mean, so could yeah. Harry Potter, but <laughs> they haven't it done has. that either. <laughs> what they've tried to do is not worked for that. So those last three movies were hard to watch. Yeah, I, I liked Fantastic Beasts. I got into it. I never. I there couldn't you go. have any watched those. Yeah. I like Gay Dumbledore. I'm yeah. into it. Heck, I just yeah, finally did. watched the last of the couple movies because I stopped at the fourth movie <laughs> when it was in theater. Yeah, yeah. my mom left. We're like, we're done with these. Yeah, hmm, these are horseshit. We were killing the Batman. Fuck this. We're never seeing Harry Potter again. <laughs> we're diehard for the books, and we're like, they butchered it, so we were just done. Yeah, and like a year ago, I was like, oh, I'll try to finish these. Bought the Blu-ray set. I was like, I'm gonna start the fourth one and just be mad the whole day. <laughs> I, uh, just be pissed off for twelve just, hours or to, whatever. I'd have to pause it every like twenty minutes to be like, hold the fuck phone. Yeah. Wait a minute, that that's not what happened then. at all. Yeah. Why is that guy here? Wait a minute. One of my favorite cinematic experiences <laughs> came from Harry Potter, and that was the fifth one, I think, 
or the sixth one, and uh, <laughs> Harry Potter's talking to Voldemort. Okay, says, I thought this was going to be something that happened to you in no, the no, theater. No, no, that was a scary movie four, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> okay, fair uh, enough. <laughs> but uh, no, we, they're talking to Voldemort, and Harry Potter says, well, well, we have something you don't have. And my buddy leaned over, dead silence, and goes, a nose? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> That's the best part of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, actress Hilary Duff is lobbying Disney to move the reboot of the Lizzie McGuire series off of Disney Plus to Hulu. This if the series fun. remains at Disney Plus, it would be capped by a PG rating. I guess Disney Plus is stopping at PG for their original content. Yeah. Which, if Duff says it, that really doesn't feel authentic to a show about a now 30-something-year-old woman, so... Uh, Disney has done that. They've recently retitled their Disney Plus series, Love, Simon, based on the book series, to Love, Victor, and moved it to Hulu for not being, quote, family-friendly enough to earn that PG rating. Is The Mandalorian not higher than PG? I guess if you were to – I mean, none of their original content gets ran through, like, a ratings board, as per se, but – there's a feeling, and I imagine anything they do with like Star Wars and Marvel, they're probably going to give a little yeah, more leeway to, to the, yeah. the money yeah. makers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mandalorian doesn't really have a lot of. There's no blood, really. No, it's I like mean, and yeah. anything that well, it's, implied it's, it's is like cut Star back Wars. And, oh, yeah. It wasn't that. It's yeah. Star Wars action. So yeah, 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 a lot of people missing. It sparks. <laughs> yeah. a lot of. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although they did beat the shit out of the baby puppet. Yeah. So, that's that yeah. that probably the most violent thing I, in the whole series. I watched that punch on loop for like 30 <laughs> minutes laughing. Just, it was so perfect. Just that good solid thud and a little yelp. That's probably the most explicitly violent thing in that whole series. I was like, wait, we found the real villain of the show. <laughs> exactly. <that guy." laughs> exactly. So what is uh, Hillary Duff wanting to do for her she, 30-something? She just wants it, she to, just be... wants it to not be... St- a PG because thirty year olds aren't PG. PG. They're not <laughs> PG. Well, she's wanted. She's wanted to move to Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub. which I'm into. I would watch the <laughs> Hillary Duff. She's thirty. She's gained some weight. She's she got a pill addiction. A couple of, of menthol every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, menthols. She's like, on her fifth guy of the week. I understand where she's coming from. To be fair, um, yeah. Because I mean, I think the whole point is like it was authentic to kids at that age because they were still they still had that innocence. And she wants it to stay authentic to the age group that's going to be watching yeah, you're it, not those get, kids that grew up, too. She's not going to get a bunch of new 13-year-olds to watch the revival with a 30-something-year-old Hillary Duff. Right. Yeah, right. She wants it to be you know, the only audience you're going to have for the show. She's, she's wanting it to have the best chance it has, which is people that were that age when it was on are now older and they're not going to watch a family show right. like that. The only thing I don't agree with her on is, like, while I think, yeah, it wouldn't be as authentic... Hillary Duff doesn't really have a lot of shit in the pipeline, so she's <laughs> probably just shut up and do a fucking show. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. Yeah. You're barking at Disney. Yeah. Disney barked back a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like Raven. She did that, like, spinoff, too. Raven yeah. really went it's off like, the rails after yeah. she did after her show. It's like, yeah, well, that was a whole had, separate story. She, she had a kind of Kanye slavery was a choice moment for a while, and <laughs> yeah. Oprah was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But they've done that. I mean, because the only one they've successfully done that with and made it, like, for young new audience was the Boy Meets yeah, World spinoff. Yeah, and yeah. that's actually been pretty because good. it was because it was it wasn't following the original cast. They were just supporting actors. There was a new young. It was made for that age group yeah. again. Like my daughter watched that, but doesn't have any interest in watching Boy Meets World. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, that's <laughs> <So. laughs> okay. I, you know, on that note, I've gone back and watched like the Wonder Years, right? Because I used to love that when I was younger, and I was like. 
I bet I'll still like it. Oh, no, that's that hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, that, didn't wow. that have Fred Savage in it? Yeah. 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 And, and then um, Boy Meets World is that's his, his brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you ever see the, they, they'll take clips of uh, Wonder Years and just take out the voiceover so he's just awkwardly staring at people for a long time? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, sounds no but that sounds like fun. It's not Maybe. too far off from just watching the original thing. <laughs> There are a few shows that now, when you put them back on, you're like, oh, I used to love this shit. And even stuff that's not even necessarily that old, like uh, every once in a while, I'll find like a rerun of like Malcolm in the Middle. And I'll be like, oh, I love that shit when it was on. And I'll turn it on. I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> that, yeah. that's not, that, that wouldn't yeah, fly actually, today. That doesn't hold up at all. Right after my son was born, we were trying to find something to watch. And it was like, it was when we were up all night with right. him because he would wake up at five times a night. So what's on at and 2 a.m.? So I was like on Hulu trying to find a sitcom we could throw on in the background. And I was like, oh, Malcolm. And I talked that shit up to my wife. And she's like, no, I never got around to watching it when it was on. And I was like, you're going to love it. And it came on. She's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, actually, you know, you're right. <laughs> I, I had to ease off my nostalgia because I was, I went back. I bought a bunch of the old shows I used to watch and movies. I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I loved Street Sharks. Oh, Street Sharks was my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Complete series for $5. There's a reason yeah. it's $5. Yeah. <laughs> yep. About two minutes in, I'm like. Nope. I'm just going to put that back on the shelf and just live off the memory I had. Yeah. I, better uh, than watching it back. I made that mistake last weekend, actually. Uh, me and a few friends, we've been... The, the new Digimon movie, the last reboot's coming out of the original series. Yeah. And I was, like, nostalgic as fuck for some Digimon. And I've been talking to a buddy that has all the seasons <laughs> on his shelf. And he's like, dude, let's get together, drink some beer, and watch Digimon. So, we went over there and he said, okay, every time they say something super fucking corny for no reason... <laughs> then you had to take a drink. And, <laughs> so you guys were fucked ten minutes and in. So like, yeah, you'd be taking a drink and five minutes in, you'd be taking a drink still, and they'd say three more things. You're like, like, God, I can't uh, chug it fast enough. Like, <laughs> like, like every time Yugi says "Heart of the Cards," and yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So good, it just does not hold up. No. The movie still is okay. Yeah, the movie's solid. Oh, I've wow. rewatched that as an adult and been like, not bad. Yeah, I can get it's by got bare naked ladies in it. Yeah, that's pretty good. It just has that terrible, weird, like, intro cartoon that they did back then, that Amanda show or whatever. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, no one likes that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know when I went back and rewatched Malcolm in the Middle, I was less interested in the kids. And more interested in the parents? Yeah. Yeah, the parents. Yeah. Brian Cranston, I still think, is kind of great on that show. Yeah, he's still yeah. How most were the show that the, nobody paid attention to? Right. Well, I feel like there was a whole other show going mm-hmm. on that they were in. Yeah. <laughs> but the kids were the stars, so that's where you. I that's what the that camera Brian followed. People say Married with Children yeah, still holds yeah. up really well. Young Brian yeah. There are I still identify a few. with Al way more than I'm older. <laughs> there are a few that, yeah, you find yourself watching on occasion. Uh, finally, Tanasi Coates is ending his run as writer on Black Panther over at Marvel. Uh, June's Black Panther number 25 will be his last. He started on the title back in 2016. He's done 60, or will when it's finished, so we'll have done 68 issues. Broaden the character's appeal, making Coates probably one of the architects of the modern interpretation of the character. Probably most like aligns with what we see in the films. Um, so he's not leaving Marvel. He's still doing uh, Captain America and a few others, but he will not be on Black Panther after June. Any thoughts on how? I know it's just it, Black Panther is just one of those characters. Like he did it right, but nobody nobody bought it. Nobody buys it. Yeah, like nobody really cares about Black Panther. Uh, the movie was a big hit. That's it, though. Although, I, I like the way Jason Aaron's using him in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to go out and buy a yeah. Black Panther exactly. by itself. Yeah. yeah, I have one subscriber to it at yeah. a store. <laughs> as a, and I don't order from a shelf. Yeah. Can I? Is yeah. he a black guy? That subscribed to it? Yeah. Um, it's an Aussie no. Or, oh, that's it's funny. actually an older, 
An old older, older collector, yeah. That is weird. Well, who, oh, oh, you mean the guy buying the, the book? Buy, okay. Yeah, the book. <laughs> like, no, the writer of the black guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Missy Coates is definitely black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, oh, no, Black Panther is black. I was going to say, I he, mean, I he, was, was, uh, he was a part of the Black Panther. Yeah. It's Hulk. Yeah. It's Hulk. It's an Asian woman who's <laughs> writing Black Panther. What do you think? In other news, this one comes to us not from Florida this week. This comes to us from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, that's this this was prior to it being destroyed by a tornado. This This is not tornado scam. Nashville, Tennessee, destroyed by a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going around saying he'll fix your roof, taking your money. No. Uh, Authorities in Tennessee say they busted a well organized burglar. After he allegedly dropped a notebook during a break-in that contained a list of all the other places he planned to target. Robert Scholl Goddard, 49, is accused of smashing a glass door and breaking into a Nashville area home on January 29th, stealing a TV and a gun from the residence, according to records filed in the county court. But prosecutors said Goddard left something behind that allowed authorities to solve the case. A notebook that listed multiple addresses, including one for another home a few miles away, that had been burglarized in the same day. The Tennessean reported that investigators were able to identify the suspect in part through notes that his daughter had left in his journal, (laughs) (laughs) along with her address. Uh, Goddard was caught on video kicking in the back door of another house the next day. Court records state he was arrested last week and being held on a $15,000 bond for felony burglary and theft charges, his jail record showed. It's unclear whether he has an attorney who can comment on his behalf. I'm going to guess he's going to get one appointed to him. Yeah, probably so. See, he got greedy. If he would have just not gone to the houses on his list <laughs> and went and did another one, maybe well, he could have been the, sneaky. When I hear he had police a while. Work smarter, not harder. He could have left a fake journal behind him. <laughs> when, when I hear he had a list. Journal of your list of places. <laughs> yeah. When I hear he had a list, yeah. the image that immediately jumped into mind when I read this story were the wet bandits yeah, from Home I was Alone. About to say wet bandits. That was the first thing that I, when you said he had a list, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Exactly. Like you've like, been driving around the neighborhood at Christmas time. <laughs> like whose lights are fucking on timers here? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's a brilliant idea. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not a how to documentary. That was a, uh, a family. How film. not to. <laughs> yeah, how not to for this guy. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. That stands for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. Here are the results from this last week, previous week's pop quiz. The question was, which is your favorite food and drink advertising mascot? From round one of our 2020 March Madness tournament, we kicked it off last week. We gave you four entrants in the tournament. We asked you to vote for your favorites, and here are the results. Tied for third place with 19% of the vote each were Green Giant and Mrs. Butterworth. Nice. That's a sexy Ooh. couple. They, yeah. That is hot right there. <laughs> I wonder what their kid would look like. It'd be a uh, got quiet weird greenish hue. Because <laughs> we're all like... We're, we're imagining it. Yeah. You know those we're green bottles that soda used to come in? Image. Yeah, we're, try- we're trying to imagine it here. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about their sex life. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a Pornhub search right here on our phones right now. Like, uh, green giant That's butterworth That's gotta be something. <laughs> you remember those green bottles that Coke used to come in? I think a child would look something like that. Oh, okay. See it. In second place, with 29% of the vote, was that asshole, Mr. Owl. 
fucking That's Mr. All right. Allen. Mr. That's my Allen. pick. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so with first place with a third of the vote, 33% of the vote, was for Captain Crunch. The captain no no wins last week's poll and moves into the final four. We will talk to you a little bit more later on about this week's pop quiz. The next round of four, one of those will be moving on to meet Captain Crunch and a couple others in our finale at the end of this month. Again, you can vote the pop quiz every week uh, on social media, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, we'll give you all that information when we give you the next round of the pop quiz, the next round of the tournament, right after this. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, today in pop culture, March 6th, 1950, Silly Putty was introduced as a toy by Peter Hodgson. It was invented in 1943 by James Wright, who was trying to make synthetic rubber. Seven years later, old Pete decided he was going to sell it as a toy. The kids have been playing with Silly Putty ever since. More like James Wrong. What? <laughs> James Wright was trying to make, make rubber, and he made Silly Putty, so he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> can we start over? <laughs> nope. Rewind. Oh, we can cut that out. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to, but no. we can. I'm My- worse for Brad all of a sudden. With right. this joke. <laughs> oh, I feel like me me saying that uh, like that one bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. What was, was Brad's funny. joke? It was Toy Story. Oh, it was a Randy Newman thing. It was a Randy Newman thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Marriage story. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, Randy. moving on. March 6th, 1964, boxing champion Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Shit, I did not know that. <laughs> 1964. That's news to me. There you go. You didn't know that? Well, you, didn't, what, you didn't know that? No, I thought it was just Muhammad Ali the whole time. Did you not nope. see that Will nope. Smith movie? Muhammad Ali, the, that one? Yeah. No, I didn't it's see just it. called Ali. He discovered Islam. And <laughs> Different movie about concussions. Yep. <laughs> and March 6th, 1985, the song We Are the World was released. Oh, man. You want to hum that for us? <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking the Mitch Hedberg bit where he's like, <laughs> We are the world. Remember that song, baby? That night I fucked you in the pet cemetery. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Okay. We, we lost Mitch too soon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Celebrating birthdays today, rocker David Gilmore Pink Floyd turns 74 years old today. Still winning friends out there. Is he, is he now? Really? With his political views. Is oh, he? Is he, is he oh, that case? God. He's uh, pissing wonderful. people off left and right. Well, also turning 74 today, actor Martin Cove. He is uh, John Kreese from the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. He's the asshole that ran Cobra Kai. 
The one that's been doing the tax commercial? Yeah, the, the Koala Kai well, tax cool commercial. So it's okay. <laughs> he, uh, he's actually a good guy. I talked to him about this time last year. He'll be up at Planet Comic Con this year as well. The people that cool. play the best bad guys are usually, usually the best guys the, to yeah. talk to. I mean, yeah. Billy Zapka seems like a really cool dude, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to him. It was funny because we were supposed to do a 10 minute interview with uh, Martin, and we were talking. We did our 10 minutes, and it's like, well, 10 minutes is up, so I'll let you go. And he's like, nah, we're good. He was filming uh, whatever the film that just came out, VFW, the kind of horror film with the old guys. He's like Stephen Lang and him and Fred Williamson and stuff. So he's like, no, we've been filming all day. I'm just going to – I'm here at the house. I'm just sitting around. So we started talking about like, – he's like – he talked about a little bit about how like, you know, there's no – it's kind of that Expendables idea that a lot of those guys had where like Hollywood doesn't have any good action stars anymore. They're all like very pretty and – they're not like badasses and stuff, and <laughs> it was fun. We we talked even longer than that, but yeah, after like a good thirty minutes later, I'm like, well, dude, I've got to go now, so I'll talk. To, I'll catch you next time down the road. That's awesome. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, actor and director Rob Reiner turns seventy three years old. He did The Princess Bride, Stand by Me, a whole bunch of shit. A couple can movies I, about to call it. Yeah. Can I, I admit something? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Don't get one. You can fuck yourself. Princess Bride. You can I fuck right off. Get the love for that. I, I'm there with you. I, I still never seen it so much. It's probably I, my favorite movie. I like ever. it because I'm really, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm not trying to bash it. I just don't anybody right. want a peanut? I enjoy it. I didn't love it. Yeah, I won't no, go out of my it. way to no, watch I it, but it. I, I did like it. I it's like definitely it. one of my favorites. I fuck favorites. it. <laughs> <laughs> it it has by far and away the best sword fight ever recorded on camera. If you watch that sword fight. And not just watch it like, oh, they're being funny. And yes, there's a part where that's like a plot point. Like, hey, I'm not left-handed. Click, click, click. Oh, I, guess what? I'm not either. Fuck all that. Just watch what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. There comes one point late in the sword fight where they're Mandy Patinkin and Carrie Elwes are doing their sword fight. And there's one part if you're watching it, Carrie Elwes is fighting and he switches hands and he's like, like shakes his hand off or whatever, and then he's, he's still going. And then he like it's just like smooth, like they're moving between hands and stuff. And it's not like a called out thing, like oh shit, look what I'm about to do, everybody. Look what I just did. Wasn't that cool? I practiced that for six months. That move, you know, in <laughs> yeah. rehearsals. It was just like it's just so. Uh, it was it's fantastic to watch. It's yeah. amazing. The rest of it, yeah, you know, it's got it's funny stuff and yeah. it's you know all that. But mm-hmm. that far, that's the one part where I'm like, ooh, is. He's, he's climbing the rocks. Fuck yeah. I'll sit down and watch it for 10 minutes and then I'll get up and do whatever I was doing. That's yeah. fair. Seeing that same thinking though, like Blazing Saddles doesn't do anything for me. Oh, really? And people absolutely go crazy for that movie. Yeah. I just. I think I watched it too late. For some reason, I knew about it for years and I was probably 22 or 3 before I watched it finally. I've watched and it from the time I, when it came out. Right. And I watched it a few years later and a few years later and I'm like, nope, I still don't get it. I, so. I got to rewatch it. I watched it like when I was a kid with my dad. Right. And all, the most memorable thing I have about that movie. Is it the bean is, farting? No. no okay. Mongo, so that's usually what Mongo punching the horse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just boom. Dropping a horse with a punch. I'm like, I can get behind that. Yeah. It's definitely I, yeah. the N word for me. That's what sticks out the most. <laughs> my, dad, my dad said that already a lot. So I didn't. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> I was going to say my dad still loves that movie, but. I feel like it didn't hold up for that reason, <laughs> no. but my dad doesn't hold up for that reason. So. <laughs> my, I'm right. The part that I remember is, uh, we're all the white women at. Like, yeah. That part still makes <laughs> me Go do <laughs> that voodoo that you do women. best. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I like that movie. It's not my favorite Mel Brooks movie. No, mine neither. And I, I will say, like, I, like I said, though. 
Huh? But Gene Wilder, though. Yeah, I like Gene Wilder, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get the love for Princess Bride, but I also didn't get Monty Python when I saw it when I was younger. Monty Python is my shit. Yeah. I fucking love it now, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe See, I'll get Princess Monty Bride Python another... from the beginning, since I was little and watched it. I thought it was hilarious. I like Monty and... Python in short bits, but if I was to sit down and watch it, mm-hmm. like... Two hours of it, I'd be like, "Fuck." The this meaning of life, the flying circus bits. Yeah, because you like, you can get that five like, minutes in or seven minutes. Pure yeah, Monty Python goodness, and then you can bail out. Like, yeah, exactly. Like vegetables. But it's even still. still I mean, with us, like kind of like SNL, it's got its moments where it's not as strong, and then it's got the golden mm-hmm. bits, like the guy trying to sell the dead parrot, right, or the lumberjack song, right. Out of all the movies, I think the meaning of life is my favorite because it's also much more like the show. It's not like a meaning continuing life. story. It's right. Just, I don't do gross very well, so the whole scene where everyone's <laughs> puking all over each other, I was just like, nope, fuck me. <laughs> they're <laughs> operating on the guy pulling. <laughs> yeah, like it gets a little gross for me, so I still stick. I still stray towards like Life of Brian or Holy Grail or something. I love those. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, John and then John Cleese will Cleese be, at, be up there as yeah. well. Yeah, that's my. Oh, I'm gonna have him sign. I have the whole box to the Flying Circus. There you go. So I'm planning on having him sign that. That'll be cool. I've got a couple VHS float around my house of Flying Circus. Stuff. Nice. Uh, also, birthdays today. We're still on birthdays. Comedian and actor D.L. Hughley turns 57 years old. Wow. Make seven up yours, buddy. <laughs> Actress Connie Britton turns 53. She was in uh, Friday Night Lights. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. She was in in the first season of American Horror Story. She was in whatever that show was. Oh, that uh, Redhead? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She turns 53. Yeah. She's the one that they never brought back, unlike everyone else. Oh, I don't know. On American Horror Story. And finally, turning 48 years young today, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq turns 48 today. I saw him dancing with his kids. Did you see that he lost a bet? And grow his hair? Yeah, he lost a bet, so he has to grow out his hair. No. (laughs) That's awesome. It's just literally like a straight line across. And then it's bald the rest. That's scary. 27 years, I have not seen Shaq with hair. Oh, my God. It's the greatest thing. still haven't if you see this picture. Okay. If you Google Shaq, the first thing that comes up is now Shaq hair. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. What think, Kenny? No, I just saw him dancing with his kid on TikTok. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, thought I that remember. Was funny. I remember when Shaq was a part of the Orlando Magic. I feel old. I remember when he was playing Back college basketball. <laughs> I feel old. Friday, March the sixth, is also National Oreo Cookie Day. The National Biscuit Company, today known as Nabisco, first developed and produced the Oreo biscuit in nineteen twelve. Uh, in New York City at his Chelsea factory today. That's fast and loose with the word biscuit. <laughs> that's the British term for cookie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's today, right. Today, the block on which the factory was located is known as Oreo Way. The name Oreo was first trademarked March 14, 1912. The first Oreo cookies in the U.S. sold for 25 cents a pound in a clear glass top novelty cans, so it'd be like, Fuck yeah, yeah. Where my hydrox? <laughs> twenty five cents a pound. Fuck yes. Plus twenty five cents is hard to get. Though. In nineteen twelve, yeah. it didn't last long as the Oreo biscuit. Nineteen twelve, it was renamed the Oreo sandwich. I don't know. I'm calling the biscuit from that. <laughs> in nineteen forty eight, the Oreo sandwich was renamed to the Oreo cream sandwich, the which sounds stuff. a whole lot sexier. Yeah, it is. William A. Turner developed the modern-day Oreo design in 1952, which includes the Nabisco logo on the chocolate wafer cookie part. So here's the question. How do you eat your Oreo? Here are some of the options. So think about it. When you have an Oreo, how do you eat it? You can either eat it just whole, yeah, just eat the Oreo. 
You can, you can eat like a normal fucking person, apparently. <laughs> you can eat it after dunking in milk. A lot of people like milk with milk. That's how I do it. You can twist it apart and eat the cream filling first, like That's scraping it off, it. Yeah. and then eat the cookies. You can twist it apart, eat the side that the cream's still attached to, and then eat the other side separate. Or you can twist it apart, eat the side without the cream, and then eat the cream and the cookie last. Or some other fucking way. How do you eat your Oreo cookie, Curtis? Wait, you don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> We're not in class. <laughs> I keep having to stop myself. Ooh, me doing first. That. I have a thing to say. Wait, I'm uh, just, adult just to say talk. it. Just talk. <laughs> so since I rose my hand, I get to go first. I uh, I would take like five of them and I would twist them apart and then I would like wipe the cream off on the other cream until it was like a really tall, cream. really tall, thick, full of cream. And then I seen I would it done. Eat all the the regular they didn't have cream first, and then I'd have like this big fucking creamy like a Oreos quintuple stuff i've only ever seen it on tv but i've seen it done yeah I, I used to do that all the time i'm with kenny i just dunk that shit in milk and eat it that's yeah. disgusting <laughs> I, I don't let it get I soggy it just about to fall apart like it, it no yeah that's same here i don't go so i don't like, go oh, soggy I, just, I, I do the same thing i, <laughs> yep. I dunk it tuck it soft but what i do is i put a fork in the cream and hold it down that's, that, that way you get the whole thing what yeah you don't have like a finger size i do fingers so i can feel how soft it is if it's crumbling Hey, go, guys. When it bubbling, then you know it's I done. I go to the bubble stop. That's <laughs> how long you need to wait. Once well, the bubbles are done, let them up. That's actually you the rule I use for drowning then my kids. Feel exactly. It, and then it absorbs into whatever you're touching anyway. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like you got hard cut. So, I'll wait. be the weird guy here. What I do is I take it apart. I eat the side without the cream first because that's, that's just fucking waste at that point. There's no cream. <laughs> exactly. But, either. but then I take it and like I'll kind of half-ass flip it around and I'll eat the cookie off of the cream that's left so you're left with just a flat disc of cream after the cookie parts are gone and then i'll just throw that like in my mouth and just like suck on that until it disappears that is the weirdest thing i've ever heard well, yeah. now, there you go and scraped off all the creams dunked just the cookie part and then put all the creams together and ate it and i was like I don't know. I don't care for that. That's so a lot of work. Can we agree that the dry cookies... The cookie together. <laughs> yeah. Separate? I'm not... I know yeah, it has to have are. that dryness. That's what I learned yeah. from I think that. I think the dry chocolate cookies taste like ass. I mean, uh, that's I would, my favorite I would part. chuck I don't those in care the fucking trash can. Yeah. I'm the weird the person that doesn't fucking like the cream at all. Yeah, I well, do yeah, you are weird. But I, I, also, I also get rid of the cream, then crush up the black part and snort it. So get it in a spoon, yeah. you know, heat it up a little bit. Heat yeah. it up. I like the birthday cake Oreos; those are good. Yeah. Or the mystery flavor Oreos. Yeah. If there's one thing I learned about this conversation, monster, is that I know what Bessie's finger action is like now. There you go. Yeah, he likes junkie. to stick his fingers in there so he can feel how soft it is. Exactly. <laughs> well, now the well, congratulations like, to everybody to celebrating <laughs> something this week. Whether it's a birthday or Oreo cookie day, congratulations if you're celebrating. This week, we're talking about taking a look at our round two of our March Madness, 2020 March Madness tournament. Again, we are talking specifically about food and beverage advertising mascots. Last week, you guys chose Captain Crunch to move into the Final Four. This week, we've got a whole new set of four competitors looking to earn your vote and move on in this week's uh, March Madness Tournament bracket. First up, we've got the number one seed, Chester Cheetah. I'm Chester Cheetah. I'm just a cool dude in a loose mood. Until I see those Cheetos, then my cool turns to drool. My style and ease surrender to my urge for the snack that goes crunch. Ooh, hey. good one. We have got at number two, 
the Pillsbury Doughboy. Ooh. <laughs> Try butter flavored crescents. Fresh and hot. And Pillsbury says it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's special. All right. At, <laughs> at number three, at number three and four, we got a couple of serial mascots battling it out. Uh, our number three seed is Lucky the Serial Killer. <laughs> the Serial Killers. <laughs> our number three seed is Lucky the Leprechaun. <gasps> Uh-oh. Those kids are after me, Lucky Charlie. But thanks to me, Red Balloon, I've made a clean getaway. Not impressed with him. Yeah. Fuck him. He's overrated. So he's <laughs> fuck that short bastard. He's always fucking kids over. He's like the rabbit. Tricks the rabbit. <laughs> at number four, Tricks the rabbit. <laughs> I looked at you and I was like, I'm going to say it. He's going to say it. At last, sweet, delicious tricks. The fruity part of my complete breakfast. Wow. Delicious, yummy, awesome, stupendous. Huh? Fuck the both of them. They're, they're just like, their whole thing is they, they don't, they're not advertising the cereal. Their whole thing is like, don't touch my fucking cereal. It's like, <laughs> is always trying to get it. Yeah. Okay. The Trick's Rabbit never even got the fucking cereal. cereal. So, okay, so it's, it's because the contrast an here is one mascot that's always trying to steal kids' cereal and one mascot that's always trying to keep cereal away from kids. <laughs> I'll be honest. He's on the box. I'll have his fucking cereal. Like, Trick's, Trick's also has Trick's like the yogurt and stuff too. Yeah, like, yogurt. Yeah, Trick's Rabbit can keep his fucking cereal. That stuff is dog shit. It's like that. I yeah. recently rebought it because I was like, oh, it's got the old shapes again. It's Corn Pops. I ate it, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It smells amazing, but there's it's no pops. fucking flavor in this shit. Artificially it's like that meme going around pellets. that um, says, uh, "What if uh, we only saw the shapes because, like, because we were kids? Like, because tricks are for kids." Yeah, <laughs> that's actually kind of a mind fuck. <laughs> and then because like now they no, don't really make because <laughs> now, now they don't make them into like those shapes. They just right. make them into like circles, balls. balls, yeah, balls. That's it. So it's like balls. so you think <laughs> little round <rabbit> balls, <laughs> exactly. Which is weird because it tastes like balls. So <laughs> it tastes like fruity balls. Nasty. Um, so was, of the four, what was the first one again? So we know numbers three and four are probably not going to carry our no, votes. No. Uh, first up, we had Chester Cheetah. Second, we had the Pillsbury Doughboy. I like Chester Cheetah. I think it's a close one between Pillsbury and Chester Cheetah. Yeah. You know, when Kelsey Grammer was playing him, and he, you know, he's got the sunglasses. Like, hey, he's cool. Yeah, he's, I like, he's like that guy that like he shows up like here's your cocaine. That's kind of <laughs> what he reminds me of. That's, <laughs> that's like the Family Guy bit where he crushes up all the all the cheetahs and yeah. sorts <laughs> He's cheesy. being cheesy. And he punches out the glass. <laughs> Chester, he's lived a life. He looks like he, he's, he's got some stories he ain't fucking telling because there might be Chester kids around. Video yeah. game. He, he, he was That's a part of the group that had to get rid of Joe Camel back in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a reason you don't see his eyes because he's fucking. He's blitz. I like he's, Cheetos. Yeah, he's yeah. Blitz shot. I like Cheetos more than I like croissants, so I'm gonna go with Chester Cheetah. <laughs> He's got more than ice. just croissants. The no, there's not, though. There's not really. <laughs> there's like there's cinnamon rolls. There's, there's cinnamon rolls. Yeah, cinnamon rolls and there's croissants. biscuits. And the <laughs> there's cinnamon rolls. They have the flaky biscuits that that you can like tear each layer off of. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I do like those, but nah. I really don't give a shit about the Pillsbury Doughboy other than he's better than the cereal mascot. <laughs> Which doesn't sound like it would take much at this point. Yeah. So going around the room, everybody, out of the four, we know Dakota's going with Chester Cheetah Kitty. How about you? Oh, by far, I've given way more money to Cheetos than yep. any of the rest of them. So. Curtis? You Cheddar, bro? <laughs> I'm Cheddar. <laughs> Dustin? Same. Gotta go with that Cheetos, man. Got her. I'm also going with the Cheetah. <laughs> 
Just Ditto. All right. Unanimous. Chili lime, man. Well, I don't know that we've ever had I, Just to keep it interesting, I'll even take... Even red flaming hot ones. Like, I don't know. I don't even want to take one of these cereals. You know what? I'll take... Um, You're going to go no, for Pillsbury. I'll take the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, I'll take the cereals. All right, so I'll take Pillsbury Doughboy just to be different. Everybody else takes Chester Cheetah. doesn't matter what we think. What matters is what you think and how you vote. Right now, the pop quiz for the week is posted online. The question again, which of these four food and drink advertising mascots in round two of our tournament is your favorite? Chester Cheetah, Pillsbury Doughboy, Lucky the Leprechaun, or the Tricks Rabbit? You can vote right now. Go to PGTC Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of each of those, so you cannot miss them, even if you're trying uh, we will bring you the results of the pop quiz next week on next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast, and we'll move into round three. So Spooky. when we meet next week, half of our final four will be set, and we'll be talking about round three. Coming up this weekend, here at the theater at the Alamo Draft House and at theaters nationwide, a couple of films in wide release. First up is Pixar's Onward, starring Star-Lord and Spider-Man, doing the voices of a couple of elves supposed to be uh, ogres, uh, trolls, trolls. Uh, trolls. But it's not like the trolls that like Justin Timberlake and What's Her Nuts did. Not the troll yeah. dolls. They're different trolls. These well, are like these are like fantasy like trolls, like fantasy yeah. trolls, yeah. trolls. Yeah. trolls. Yeah, that is They're in the release this week. And the the way back <laughs> onward, where Ben Affleck stars as a drunk guy. That looks good. I actually do want to see that movie. You just watch Paparazzi. Oh, wait, I haven't wait. heard anything else. <laughs> Are they our elves? They're elves. Oh, yeah. I thought they were trolls or something. Blue, so I figured some kind of they ogre. blue elves. I got yeah. the pointy ears, and I went with elves. So good they're dark elves. elves. They're dark elves. Um, also, on a Ben Stiller note, did you hear he might be in fan, uh, Fast and the Furious? You mean Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. We're talking about Ben Affleck. Fuck. But, but yes, I did hear that <laughs> Ben Stiller ben may Stiller. be in. I just wanted to hear Ben Stiller. I think the story got confused. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really Ben Stiller, and I don't think it was supposed to be Fast and Furious, although that's what we're saying. I think it was supposed to be in the Batman. I think he's driving the new Batmobile. Oh, okay. Well, I'm into that, too. Yeah, I don't know. I he's like he's the new Alfred, I think, or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Weird. You heard it here first, folks. If he shows up as Alfred in the Batman, oh, it'll God. be very confusing. Be, you'll be have heard it here. I wonder who it is. This weekend, about the new Batman. This weekend, Wizard World Cleveland is scheduled for Cleveland, Ohio. Assuming they don't all I have coronavirus. <laughs> as long as, as long as they all show up in Cleveland for it and don't get scared and stay home. Also closer to home for us, uh, Branson Con in Branson, Missouri, this weekend. Is it really? It is yes. really. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought it was next week. Yeah, don't yeah. worry, you're fine. It's, yeah, you're, you're not, I mean, I'm excited for it. I, <laughs> Boy, I, we're trying hard. I went one day last week, and then no. Sorry. They've got that slut boxing down there. I wanted to go see the. Yeah, they do have. They do have the slut boxing. Slut boxing. Yeah, we're like oh, slap. I was like slut boxing. I was like, I'm sold. That I need to be training for. Where they slap their crotches on each other. God, the slap boxing. That's where the yeah they you get two guys stand there and then they just slap the shit out of each other. Yeah. I don't know who crazy. who wins. Like when one person just like fucking up, collapse. Or, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there is no winner. And one person's ear like, starts no bleeding. <laughs> you knock someone out, they catch it. They're like, all right, we're done. That guy won. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the guy, one guy wins, but I don't think anybody really truly wins. Yeah, well, I think the <laughs> audience does. It shows up to watch it, but that's I've, about it. I've watched this a few wins. of them, and it's never like equally matched big dudes, <laughs> right? Like, like Lillard guys, they look, you know, they look like they're matched, but yeah. Otherwise, it's like. 
uh, like me and Dustin slap boxing. I mean, there's that difference in like my body size and his. Just can like, we do that? No. <laughs> you heard me if you want to. <laughs> Next you week on there, how does the culture the shit out of you? And you tell Kenny me how kills it. Dustin. <laughs> how many slaps does it take to get to the center of yeah. Dustin? I'll, I'll take a slap from Dustin, but he's gonna take one from me. So. <laughs> See, and it's not gonna be pretty. Uh, I knocked a lot of people out in my life, so <laughs> I went to Branson last year. I was working security for Branson Con. And I was supposed to come back the next day. But I took acid that night after I got home, and then I was still tripping the next it's day. Weird. How many oh, so you yeah. decided not to make the drive. Decided, there's a lot of acid stories. <laughs> it's like 45 minutes, but it would have been 12 hours for me. It was also really windy. I was like, no. I'm it's still, weird how many acid I'm stories seeing, get told on the show. <laughs> I'm seeing wind tornadoes <laughs> on the table. I'm not going to go to Branson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the stories we don't tell that are the better ones. Yeah. Uh, Friday, today, Amazing Stories premieres on Apple TV+. Plus. Anybody have Apple TV? No. <laughs> no, nobody no. bought an iPhone in the last year and got it for free? All right. Oh, I'm, we should Wait. have it because my wife. And well, you may have. So I'll have to check on that. So yeah. if I've had an iPhone, like, I got my ex, like, within the last year, so should I have it? It was, once they announced that they were doing it, it was like, anybody that buys, because it's a free year from this point forward, so... Oh. If you bought it before they made the announcement, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and a new album out this week from Mandy Moore from This Is Us. It's her first album since 2009. Yay. I've been waiting for that. I'll bet you have. <laughs> Bated breath. Give me more. Give me more. Give me another Jessica Simpson one, too, while you're at it. No, no. We're going to be baby one more time. Uh, Saturday. I'll take a Brittany. Whatever. <laughs> Saturday here at the Alamo Draft House, My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising, subtitle at 4 p.m. On Sunday, season four of Ride with Norman Reedus premieres over on AMC. I enjoy those because they only show that show during Walking Dead season. Yeah. Weird. You'd think they'd spread it out. <laughs> so you got Norman year round, but no, they're good. They'll just double it up. It sounds like it should be on Pornhub. Ride. Ride with Norman Reedus. <laughs> Ride. With Norman I, if you Reedus. if you if you did a search, I'll bet you would find some something close. They ever to that. do a ride with Norman Reedus? It'd be like a five mile long women's line just waiting to get on that show. <laughs> Woo! They love them some Norman Reedus. On Monday here at the Alamo Draft House, Hoosiers at six forty. In case you go check out the Ben Affleck basketball movie and want to watch another movie about a alcoholic basketball coach. You can go check out Hoosiers. The Ben Affleck movie does look good. It does. And Tommy Boy movie party at 7 o'clock here at the Alamo oh, Draft God, that's House. That's so great. It's been a hot minute since I've seen Tommy Boy. <laughs> I, I get Tommy Boy and Black Sheep confused. It's all the same fucking movie. The same movie. It's really like they just twice. filmed and then they just cut it cut around yeah. it to make it look all like right, a story. Talk about auto parts, now talk about political things. Yeah, yeah it's literally the same much. movie twice and mm-hmm. I bought it on a two-pack disc when I first, when I was like 12 years old <laughs> yep. and watched them back to back so they're forever the same movie in my head. They They are they gonna throw in the uh, Hollywood Ninja or Beverly Hills Ninja? Ninja. Yeah, yeah, almost a, famous, almost heroes. <laughs> that's a solid movie though. God, almost no, heroes no. is kind of funny too. Which one? Almost heroes. Yeah, yeah. That's the one with uh, what's his nuts? The friend. Yeah, yeah. the friend. The friend. Eugene Levy's in it too. That, that is good. Yeah. On Tuesday, hitting home video, Spies in Disguise. That's the other animated movie with Spider Man in it and Will Smith, where he turns Will Smith into a pigeon or something. Oh, yeah. Also, hitting home video, Bombshell. 
Uncut Gems, and Charlie's Angels. Hey, do you guys remember there was a Charlie's Angels movie out last I didn't year? No, it hit theaters ever. <laughs> movie. It Nobody was did. out, and then it was gone the next day. Like quickly. I hope you saw it Friday night well, because Uncut Gems is that uh, Adam Sandler movie. Right? Yeah. Okay. Did anybody see that here? No, no I, that, someone was talking the other day, and they said there's a. Is it a drama and not a comedy? It is. Yeah, it's not a comedy. And someone said that actually got pretty good reviews. Yeah, it did. He uh, actually won an acting award from like Golden Globe or something. No, I don't no. think it was, it was like SAG Spirit, awards Spirit or something. Or it was one of the Guild awards, but uh, yeah, everybody says that it, he has a good performance in it. It, it. I guess it's there's like a lucky Furby. Like you remember the Furbies? I'm terrible. There's like yeah. a gold plated like lucky yeah. Furby, and so it's like. He has shitty luck, but then like this is like his lucky day or something, and so hmm. it's I don't know. It's sounds like a plot for a bad Jim Carrey movie from like the early two thousands, but yeah. apparently it's a good Adam Sandler movie from twenty nineteen. Have you seen those Furbies that they're making that are like the snake Furby things? No, I don't need nothing. I have no idea, but that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't need to go look as if they need to be creepier. Worst that you could see. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to see that. I saw somebody wire up a bunch of uh, Furbies to like a synthesizer or like an organ or something. Kirby organ. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, I don't need to see that either. (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) Also, (laughs) Tuesday night here at the Alamo Draft House, this is pretty cool, I think. Uh, It's Seven Samurai on the screen here at the Alamo Draft House. It's Akira Kurosawa's would be his 110th birthday. So at 8 o'clock here at the Alamo Draft House, you can catch Seven Samurai in the theater. If you haven't seen it in the theater, that's worth the trip out to the Alamo. I'm into that. Saturday, that's right? Cool. That's, yeah, that's Tuesday night. Tuesday. Uh, the Birdcage. Samurai Swords. The Birdcage at 7 o'clock Tuesday night. One of my favorite movies yeah, ever. I love The Birdcage. <laughs> that movie's awesome. I don't know what that movie is. That is the movie with Robin Williams and Nathan Nathan Lane. Lane, They're a gay couple that runs a nightclub in Miami. And uh, the son, Robin Williams' son, is getting engaged. And the woman he's getting engaged to, her dad is like a... Like a Trump thumping conservative senator, Gene Hackman. yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman plays Gene Hackman's hilarious in the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, they end up getting roped into going to visit the the couple, the, the in law couple, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then the mom can't make it; she gets stuck in traffic. So Nathan Lane end up ends up playing the mom to this couple, and like the dad's like absolutely in love with him slash her, and <laughs> as she gets more and more drunk throughout the night, things get worse and worse. It's oh, great. Gosh. It's a I'm gonna have to look that up. It's awesome. It's it's one of my favorite. Hank Azaria is like oh, the yeah, best yeah, part yeah. of that movie. Great. As the uh, the butler slash maid slash housekeeper slash whatever he was he in is. that. Yeah, he's that. the best part of that movie. He's the best part of everything. <laughs> he plays uh, Agador Spartacus, <laughs> the butler. <laughs> it's it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it on the big screen, t- uh, Tuesday night here at the Alamo Draft House, it's worth the price of admission. To come out and see that at 7 o'clock. And then they've got the Trivia Tuesday going on in the back lot at 7 o'clock on Tuesday night every week. That's a lot of fun as well. On Wednesday at the new at the comic book shop, Cable number 1 from Marvel Comics. This is like Young Cable. Is anybody like beating down the door to buy their Young Cable? Is anybody... No. Nobody's jumping on Justin's this. Like, I, I don't. I still call I mean, it. I mean, it, t- it ties in with the whole like House whole, of Ten yeah, and yeah, yeah. Powers of Ten thing. So... Yeah. Those people are gonna get check it out way. to yeah. see what what it's about, but yeah, I doubt it's gonna the, be anything. I looked at the solicit. And Nobody I was can like, do who's cable buying right? this. Yeah. Also, of course, the latest issues of Catwoman, Flash, Green Lantern, Superman, Wonder Woman, Amazing Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Avengers. I'll get that one. Uh, comped, <laughs> Ghost Rider, Immortal Hulk, 
Thor, Venom, and much more at your local comic shop. If you have a, co- a comics question, if you're thinking about getting back into it, or you are into it and you're looking for a place here locally, uh, go see Dustin over at Vintage Stock across from the mall. You said you can get heavy metal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Heavy metal. Might actually come, the next issue comes out next week. Yep. Yeah, I know. We're still be into that, but yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I won't get, I won't have it. I won't get it, but I can. <laughs> I can get it for. I can I mean, get you next week's issue two weeks from now. Yeah, I special <laughs> order for your ass because I'm not buying it for the store. Uh, film club screening next Wednesday night of a portrait of a lady on fire at 6:20 here at the Alamo Draft House, and the Twister movie party at 6:40 p.m. Yay! That movie holds up. No, it. I doesn't. can't. It, like didn't that. That. it didn't hold up. It didn't hold up. Parts hold up. Parts don't. Oh, you're I feel like cry. people made fun of it when it was new. The only thing I can ever remember from that movie now. is the cow in the tornado. Yeah. 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 That was just like, it was a cash grab, the whole movie. Everyone oh, yeah. involved. I feel like the sequel, Sharknado through 1 through 7, <laughs> was actually <a> <laughs> was the superior <laughs> Twister film. At least Tara reads in that. Goddamn. Oh, One of yeah. the sacrifices of our generation. <laughs> okay, I feel sorry for your generation. <laughs> no more booze for you. <laughs> and statements like Thursday that. night here at the Alamo Draft House. Um, I hope everybody still shows up to record because at 7 o'clock Thursday night is 1982's The Thing. On the screen, at the other Curtis is like, well, I, I don't know. I, I may may see you guys next week. I may not. I don't know. If you get, push it back to nine, maybe I'll be here. So that is a great flick. And then, of course, next Friday is Friday the 13th. Look for a next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast right here in your podcast. Better get to your shows. local tattoo shop. I'm sure they'll probably have something going on. Our tattoo night. Oh, <laughs> Just like Kenny right. was talking about earlier. Pick a random tattoo and stick it on your body for life, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. <laughs> there you that's, go. <laughs> Curtis. I've got one here. Yeah. I've got a friend that's one over here. <laughs> yeah. So if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please just take a moment, leave a review in your preferred podcast player. Doesn't cost a thing and really is one of the best ways to show your support for this show. That's just about going to wrap it up. I will mention, yes, we are going to be heading up to Planet Comic Con uh, next, not next weekend, the weekend after. So two weeks from today is when it kicks off March 20th, 21st, 22nd. Kenny and I will be there on Friday night to do a live recording of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We've got a special guest from the con lined up. So if you're in the Kansas City area and you're available, say, 530-ish, <laughs> head on over to uh, Planet Comic Con and sit in with us. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. That'll be fun. It will be. And then I'll be working my ass off the rest of the weekend after that. That's the easy day. I will not. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know, Dakota, you said you're coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday trying to chase down Joey. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot going on that weekend. So if you're in the Kansas City area or if it's a short drive away, head on out uh, to Planet Comic Con. If you got the coronavirus, do not show up there. Yeah, please. if you're patient zero, <laughs> don't, don't, don't bother coming out. If you got a six pack of corona, by all means, come on out. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Anybody have anything they're looking forward to or got coming up in the next week? Or It didn't come up, but I know Curtis wanted to talk about it earlier, so the Batmobile. Oh, God, yeah, the Batmobile. Uh, I feel yeah. like we need to discuss it. We, we probably do need to discuss this. What is everyone's take? I think it's cool. Yeah? I do. Um, I think it's bullshit that um, a lot of the new first look thing that's been a big craze. And I wish they would keep it more secret. Well, that too. I mean, used to you could just wait till the movie for the first look and mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Which was nice. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, first look. 
But it's in a dark ass room, and you can kind of catch a silhouette of it. So yeah, first look though. What I hate is like everyone's like, "Is this a Fast and the Furious movie?" What? And I'm like, the original Batmobile from the '60s was kind of a hot rod. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And you're talking about a billionaire. Yeah. Bruce, he's not gonna drive a fucking jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> but I see. I disagree with this. With especially with Robert Patton playing it, because he could very much well play that pretty boy billionaire you know stuff like that and i instead of having like an old charger that's kind of dressed up to look like a batmobile i see him more he he should have like a mclaren f1 or something like that that has been modified because porsche it would fit the port no not a porsche yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a porsche shit out curtis you need something that goes over 200 miles an hour <laughs> yeah, yeah. and porsches are okay for that but they don't handle well not like a mclaren mclaren one souped it, up Bugatti it has, bear on. <laughs> well mclaren has the single cockpit so it's just yeah. you so that fits the whole batman and they have the, like and the thin what about his young they lord that and it's, but it's low <laughs> and it's fast I mean, sits on his lap so. and they have that like just like you like too, like the windows yeah I think, I mean, I'm just glad to see it going back to looking like a fucking car. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, that's I, the thing. They I got tired of the, the look of thing. this film is very much stripped down. Look, he rides a motorcycle. It's not a bat motorcycle that's got fucking a bat Crazy head dude. on it and yeah. bat wings down the side. Sideways. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. It's just a fucking motorcycle. And he's got a car. And it's, is it the Batmobile? No, it's a black car that he's put a couple of aftermarket right. little modify, modifications on it, but it's, it's, it's just a fucking that's why, car. That's why it's making me wonder if there's some inspiration from the, like Sean Murphy's. Yeah. yeah. And, and the bat, you know, his, his costume, you know, the bat symbol, it's the fucking gun. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're stripping it down in part because it's, it's different. They're kind of hitting the reset button. And this is not going to be one of those $200 million productions no. that they expect to make a billion dollars. This is a, like a, you know, lower budget, you Batman know, Beyond post- Thunderdome. Yeah. This is a <laughs> lower budget, you know, <laughs> Batman Fury Road. There's talks of, uh, Johnny Depp being the Joker too. Oh, is there? For this. And I mean, uh, it's like, I've seen it from several sources call. at this point or I wouldn't have even brought it up. Right. And it probably won't fucking happen, but I, I feel like Johnny Depp could pull it off. I just wish I don't know. Back Seriously, we are suit. cutting you off of <laughs> <Yeah>. booze. <laughs> I'm okay. I can see him be a Batman villain. I don't know if I see the joke. Sorry, guys. Dakota will not be able to make next week's <laughs> podcast. I think he could. I think he could do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that it's I'll, not a I tank think he'd be anymore. A good Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got tired of the tanks. It's like too many tank. Too many bat tanks. Yeah, bat tanks, bat motorcycles yeah, that are like those RC cars that flip over and work on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I a think bat we, hovercraft that yeah. I just hovers because they need it to in this scene. Yeah. My, my car Driving sideways. I'm going to shift over the cockpit and now it's a bike. Yeah. yeah. Which is neat. I mean, I feel it like Chris cool. Nolan's yeah. the best Batman we ever got. Yeah. I mean, not animated and everything, but I mean. Well, he is. I always have a soft spot yeah. in my heart for the old, like, Batman versus Ro- Batman Robin and stuff. Yeah, nipple Batman. I'm, like more, talking about. I'm more watching now as a comedy <laughs> than I want to see Foreskin yeah. on the Batsuit. Not <laughs> <laughs> the cock. The bat cock. <laughs> wow. The bat I, uh, Highly detailed. We, we <laughs> had a friend. If you that, can get nipples on there, you can get a little. Yeah. We had, we had a friend that has a Will. You know, Will. Oh, yeah. Will doesn't have a neck. So, <laughs> so we make fun of him for it, it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and when he looked at shit, it looked like. There's a scene in the Michael Keaton Batman 
when he's chasing the Joker up the stairs, and when he looks, he has to bend backwards to look up the stairs. <laughs> or when he looks left and right, he has to turn his whole fucking body because that cow is one solid piece. So we'd always call him Michael Keaton. <laughs> 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 well, it looks like the head of a penis and then, like, the ball. <laughs> There's no yeah. shaft. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know, Will. But I feel like we'd be nicer with the Michael Keaton <laughs> no, no, no. thing. That's what I would have gone with. <laughs> it's like, Will, you got the girth, but there's no length here. Where's the shaft? Oh, old chode. Bring him in like a cheese wheel. <laughs> oh, God. I think we better stop. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you know, Will. No neck. You know, no neck. <laughs> we should. Everybody hates him. <laughs> it's like that one bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> We've gone way off the track. <laughs> I think we'll end on that note. <laughs> so, that was a wonderful call, that you just <laughs> Yes, it was. All right. If, if nobody has anything else, and I'm going to assume oh, you I don't. I think we shouldn't. I think I'm going yeah, to just guess. go ahead and cut you off if you do. Uh, <laughs> we are going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Pop Goes Culture Podcast. Before we do, one shout out to Andy. He is uh, with... Uh, burn after pitching podcast he's out in uh on the west coast uh listens to the show uh he had some thoughts on last week's show he also agreed that the magicians is criminally underrated uh don't know how he's going to take the news that they're canceling that shit after the season but uh, we'll see andy uh, are they planning. full on canceling it or they are they full just... on cutting her done yeah so the, there's not going to be like an end to it it's just it, well no, whatever this whatever season. the finale is is the finale which I'm sure they've shot already if it comes out on April. They 1st, never, so. I mean, they leave it as, hey, this is kind of what's going on, but right. not enough to where you're like, ooh. Yeah. So I'm sure whatever they end it with will be sufficient. They yeah. just blow up the entire world. <laughs> well, they do have a comic <laughs> series. I'm right wondering now, if that's so. going to like continue on from Oh, that. I'm sure they do. They love, they, people love their TV shows that get canceled continuing in comic books. You know, whether yeah. it's Buffy or oh, Firefly yeah. or oh, yeah. Magician. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them are like around like yours and Kenny's age. Like, oh yeah, around that era, people they, love that. Hey, I, the I show ended before I was done with that. It, so, yeah. yeah, a lot of subscribers to like Angel. And Talking Buffy early sixties or Firefly. Fuck <laughs> 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 <Not> you! <laughs> now Dakota really is not going to be here. Like, he may not be because we're not going to tell him where we're moving the show to next week. That fuck, I'm at the Elma. Where are you guys? Nobody's responding back to me. No neck will probably come down. <laughs> yeah, will on the next episode. Fuck Dakota. <laughs> the next week, Rita will sit here going, "That fucking Dakota, man." <laughs> all right, well, we that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. I've been Joey Mills, Dakota, Kato, Curtis, Dustin, Connor, Justice. Have a great week. We'll catch you back here next week, Friday the thirteenth, for the next episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Kills Podcast. Teenagers. Woo. See you later. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.